Hi, and welcome to the Dying Task Podcast. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick. So I've had this idea for a show in my mind for a while, and I wanted to do something about cold and flu season. I mean, yeah, I know it sounds a little bit boring, but what I wanted to know is why is it that some people are always sick this time of year and some people are not? And what is it that the people who are not sick this time of year are doing? Because this is that time of the year where your resistances are down, you're around tons of people, you're socializing, the germs are going, you're traveling. But there are some people who seem to have some things they do that keep them well. And I have the most unusual person to teach us some health hacks today. Darnell Abraham is back on the show today. Now, if you've been with us for a while, you might remember some shows we did with Darnell back in the pandemic. Darnell is a Broadway performer. He plays George Washington in Hamilton. And so Darnell was in San Francisco getting ready to launch the San Francisco version of Hamilton when the lockdown happened. So we did some shows with him about what it was like to have his world go on lockdown. Super unusual for him. Um, and we stayed in touch over the years. So recently, I noticed on Instagram that he had just released this gorgeous Christmas single. That's all out there. We'll talk about that. But I also saw he is now touring with the show internationally. And can you imagine all the travel? Like, what does he do to stay healthy this time of year. I mean, surely Darnell has got some really good secrets that he can pass along to us. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. For those of you who are not familiar with Darnell, he, and I'm reading from his bio right now, this is this is pretty big. He got inducted into the 2023 Bakersfield City School District Hall of Fame this year. That is big, big, big. But he's been doing a lot of things over the years. So Darnell has been playing George Washington in the history-making international tour of the hit Broadway musical Hamilton. And he, as I mentioned, has also got some Christmas music that has come out, which, as he has said over the years, is the secret wish of almost every performer because there is nothing better than having your own Christmas song. So today we are talking music, we are talking touring, we are talking some of the cool stuff that's going on in his life, and we're getting some great health hacks with Darnell Abraham on this Dying to Ask. Have you ever wondered how did they do that? I do all the time. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick and Dying to Ask is the podcast that gets me off a TV news set and into candid conversations with authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and influencers I have been dying to talk to. Soak up the motivation that comes from learning how other people live their lives, how they take an idea or a goal, they follow through, and they pull it off. And maybe along the way, I'll get some answers to questions you've been dying to ask. Darnell, it is great to see you. You're at mom and dad's house in Bakersfield right now? I am. Well, Deidre, it's good to see you too. It has been a minute. It has been. Well, it's been a pandemic, I think. (laughs) Right, literally. (laughs) You know, it's a pandemic. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm in Bakersfield. I'm visiting my my folks here um, in in, in Bakersfield and... uh, it's so good to be home. I, I, I you know, as do you they know, do I, they I, still have? Do you still have like a room or a drawer or something there? I have don't. they kept any of it? No, I mean <laughs> they're in bags and boxes now. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's the Darnell box. Whenever he comes off the road, he's got to take this stuff. <laughs> that's that's it, you know. But but they do keep a bedroom available, um, and Aww. so uh, usually we'll we'll uh, we'll camp out there when we're in town. 
I love it. Okay. So let's catch up on, on where you've been. I think the last time you were on the podcast and we were chatting, you were back in San Francisco and we talked to you yeah. during the pandemic when the show had to, to stop down and then things had yeah. gotten back up. Since that time you've toured the West Coast, you've been in Canada, and now you're in an international tour of Hamilton. I'm doing an international tour of Hamilton. And Deidre, had you asked me or told me back yeah. in January 2023 that I would be doing the international tour of Hamilton, I probably would have said, no way. I mean, because... I, I, just, I think just because um, no one knew, at least we didn't know the international tour would be happening. Also, um, I I thought that we would be back in New York City. Um, and, you know, because I've been on the road with the show for so long now. Um, you know, my, my wife and I, we, we kind of had our, our sights set on going back to New York City. And... Um, I guess the universe had other plans for us. And so here yeah. we are. Uh, doing, but doing isn't it kind of good sometimes to to really, to not say yes right away and to actually sit with it and think yes. about it? Because then you're all in. If you had just said yes instantly, you could have gotten there and then been resentful. And instead, sounds like mm -hmm. you kind of embraced it. I, I did, you know, well, so so one of my, when my agent called me, um, I, I, I didn't really have much of an appetite. It had nothing to do with the show, had nothing to do with the role. It literally just had to do with home family yeah. you know being in one place um you know we we haven't been in one place outside of san francisco outside of the pandemic when the my industry was completely shut down but to have a place to call home or a, or rather a home to go to mm -hmm. um, where you know, do you where do you get that. mail darnell like where does mail go for you my parents you know god bless really them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because so because when, when we uh, when I booked the tour, um, the the uh, Hamilton tour back in 2018, um, we we let go of our apartment in New York City and we put all of our stuff, all of our furniture in storage, and so it's there in in Midtown West, um, waiting for us to collect it. You know, I mean, it's it's still there. So, um, you know, when when we when I booked the show, we thought that we'd be in San Francisco for about a year, year and a half, and then we would be back in New York City. Um, but right, life has happened. A pandemic has happened. And so we have just been on the road. So my parents have graciously and very generously uh, continued to make their address available uh, to us. That's that way awesome. we can get our mail while, while we're uh, all over the map. That's awesome. The interesting thing about this tour, though, is that you have built-in breaks into it, which to me yeah. sounds really kind of awesome. So you just did Philippines. You yes. had a six-week break. And then you had where next? So next, we are heading to the United um, Arab Emirates. We're heading wow. to Abu Dhabi for a Middle East premiere of Hamilton. Um, and yeah, I mean, wow. Uh, we, that is incredible. Once again, it, it really is. It really is because really had no idea that this show would would, uh, would tour internationally like it is right now. Um, and so uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, that's fantastic. And then in the middle of it, um, I saw on Instagram, you've also released a holiday single, which when we talked a couple of years ago, we had this great conversation during the pandemic about Christmas music and how yeah. big a deal it is for an artist to have um, a Christmas song or an album or whatever, because it just touches people in a different kind of way. So you're yeah. kind of realizing another dream while you're jet setting the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's convenient. You know, <laughs> the ultimate multitasking. Kind of works. You know, well, I well, I, I have to say, you know, I I I uh, I'm very fortunate to work with some of the best of the best of the best in the industry. So while I was in the Philippines, uh, Michael Lee, uh, my co-arranger and producer, and uh, my uh, Brian Steckler, who's also from Northern California, 
um, the two of them were hard at work, um, you know, putting things together, uh, working with the background vocalist in Hollywood uh, to, to lay down the track for the song. Um, so that actually allowed me to focus on Hamilton and, and then, you know, they'd say, Hey, you know, here's a version of it. What do you think? Send us your notes, your thoughts. And then, you know, we'll, we'll send a, an update, you know, when we're done Incredible. with it. So, so, uh, it really was a bit of a team effort. Um, so they but, took uh, your vocals from a previous recording and they built everything around it. Yeah. yeah is that backwards? That, that, that's a bit backwards. Yeah, it really is. So typically, um, you know, when when writing a new song or a new arrangement, you know, you put the instruments down or, or the accompaniment down and then you put the vocal, the lead vocal on top. Well, in this case, so in 2020, when I recorded a, a version of, of Be Here What I Hear, um, and then we decided to put it to a new arrangement. And, um, and so they extracted my vocals from 2020 and then mm -hmm. built this new soulful, soul-stirring arrangement of Be Here What I Hear around my voice. Um, so <laughs> that's very unique. That's usually not the way it's done. But Brian Seckler and Michael Lee, I mean, if anybody can do it, these men can. And and they did just that. And here's the funny thing. So the background vocalists weren't originally part of this arrangement. But uh, Michael Lee, he was um, contracted to do um, a gig at the Hollywood Bowl. And so he was talking to some background vocalists and said, hey, would you guys be interested in laying down some vocal track? Um, for the guy that I'm working with, uh, and, and they said yes. So we were able to get some of the best background vocalists in Hollywood and in Los Angeles uh, to to uh, to participate on on the. Wow! So and then, really meanwhile, cool. you're hanging out in the Philippines while they're all working. Yeah, I'm hanging out in the Philippines. Well, you know, because we were 16 hours ahead mm -hmm. of, of California, so it was literally I'm sleeping by night. There's or what is it? I'm when I'm sleeping, they're they're working. Something and then like vice that. versa, something like that, right? Something I'm still trying like to figure that. out which way is that. I'm still getting <laughs> that. Is so and so the result. I mean, I've heard it. It's absolutely gorgeous. Thank when you. you release a single these days, what's that process like? I mean, it's a little different yeah. than you know when we were kids. <laughs> so what right. happens? Right. So, um, so once you once once everything's ready to go, um, you know there there's so many wonderful options out there now. Um, so we decided to work with a distribution company called DistroKid, um, and literally all I do is upload it. I can do it from my phone um, and upload the song, put in all the information that they that they may need. But because this is a cover song, because do you hear what I hear? Um, you know, it's it's been out there uh, for a while. There's a special licensing required before they can distribute it. Uh, worldwide, or you can also select where it's uh, where and, and how it's distributed. So um, once I got everything uploaded, um, it was about a seven to ten day waiting period for us to, uh, to for for DistroKid to get the uh, special licensing um, for, uh, for for do you hear what I hear? And then once mm -hmm. they receive that, then they send it out. Um, so it's now available on Amazon Music, Apple Music, iTunes, YouTube Music. Um, Spotify. I mean, it, it wow. is literally, I think there are well over 40 plus uh, That's platforms amazing. that this thing is available. So if you go to the Middle East, you know, you can hear, you can catch it there. <laughs> which you are you about know, to. Which we're about to, right. You know, <laughs> but if you're in South America, if you're in Southeast Asia, you know, I mean, whatever right. the major music platform there is, um, you can, you can catch it there. I love, you know, you think about the message of the song and, and the words, it just seems so timely for kind of where we are right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we we would have never anticipated that we would be living in a world with uh, increasing uncertainty right now. I mean, mm -hmm. which is 
nothing new. You know, there's always been a level of, of uncertainty. There's always been bad actors, you know, no pun intended, you know, but there's always been bad actors, bad, bad actors on the world stage. But, but really, I, I think, especially right now, um, you name the country and, and, and there's something going on, you know, even here in America, you know I mean? I think just with the uh, increase of political divisiveness and, and so many other issues that are con uh, really concerning um, here in the U.S., you know, so this is a song that really is a call for peace. Um, it's not about um, one thing or the other, you know, in terms of what side you're on. This is about like, let's unite, let's let's unite around this idea and this vision well and you you were telling me before we started recording that this was actually recorded back before the cuban missile crisis i had no That's idea correct. yeah so yeah the song's not that old you know so huh. talk about full circle um and how cyclical um i think human history is um you know this this was written uh you know during the cuban missile crisis once again as a call for peace and and it's beautiful because you know the song is not religious I mean, I, I think there are some religious overtones in it, but mm -hmm. the writers of the show are the writers of the show. The writers of, of, of the of the song never intended for it to be religious at all. Um, and one comes from a, uh, from Jewish descent. The other one is uh, come from a Catholic descent uh, mm -hmm. or a Catholic um, faith. Um, but even in, in those interviews, uh, they, they talk about, you know, this was never intended to be uh, religious at all. I, I think we have kind of taken that on uh some listeners have but it, it's all about um about peace it really is so and, I, and, you know i had no idea and to me it's like it's such a church song i always yeah. think of it being a church song i never would have known that that was not the original background of it at all it's fascinating that's, that's not the yeah it really is i i was surprised um if, if i'm going to be completely honest about it yeah. but um, but I think that's also why this song is so effective. I, I think re regardless of what your religious background is or what your cultural background is, I think that's why the song resonates um, because it centers around the child, you know, and, and I think we all as a society, um, we, we, we uphold and we want to protect the purity um, and the innocence of, of children. And, and, you know, cause as adults, as we get older, you know, we, we kind of, we look back and we're like, uh, you know, yeah. We messed that up, you know, but but we're hoping that the kids <laughs> get it right, that they do better. And so I think that's the beauty of the song, you know, and and I don't want to spoil it, but the song takes you on a journey. Um, and and it, it's an invitation for our listeners to. Um, yeah, no, it's spectacular. Available absolutely everywhere music is sold. So Literally. I want to take a total like <laughs> right hand turn right now because I've been wanting to do something um about how people stay healthy this time of year. <laughs> so yes. I thought yeah. my friend Arnell needs his voice every day, just like I do. And there are things that I do in my job just to make sure that I can keep showing up every day. But I thought yeah. for you and your job, you guys have got to have some hacks. I mean, I know you're not a doctor, but I, right. I bet you got like a bag of tricks of things you do to keep your voice, to keep it at the good quality and to be able to continue performing without pulling in all the germs from, you know, traveling the world, et cetera. So yeah. I'm curious, do you get sick very often? I don't, thankfully, I, yeah. I, I don't. Um, and but and it's, I think probably that's it's probably because you're taking care of yourself, I bet. You know, I do the best I can. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm working out. I, at least I try to work out four to five days a week. Um, I'm trying to eat healthy, um, and and that gets tricky, you know, as you travel the world because now you're uh, you're in places where they may not have a chama juice or they may mm -hmm. not have, you know, certain creature comforts that you're used to, and so you then have to find out, okay, what is available. Um, I mean, you're and, a big star; you can't demand the jamba juice 
in Abu Dhabi or wherever you happen to be with the green M&Ms. Oh, my God. Well, we can't forget about green (laughs) M&Ms. But you bring up a good point. It's one thing, you know, when you're just kind of in your regular place, you can do in your regular thing. But if you're traveling, you do have to put a little bit more thought into it. So are there certain things? What do you do just to kind of keep your immunity up? So I... uh... So like I said, I mean, there, there's there's diet, but there's also exercise. There's also sleep. That's a really big thing. Yeah. Um, and then for, for vocally, one of the things that I do is a throat coat um, after a show. I don't do it every single night, but I if, if I start to feel a little fatigued or also because we're in these different environments, um, like I, I, I shared before that in the Philippines, just north of Manila, there's uh, there's an active volcano. And so uh, similar to when we, when the show was in Hawaii, when when there was the volcanic eruption there, there's this not fog, but VOG, V-O-G, when that was all, when that was in the air, um, you know, there are these little irritate, like irritant, you know, and they really do affect the voice. And so, honey, you you experienced that also with wildfires in the West coast, you know, with with ash and stuff in the air, for sure. Yes, very much so, very much so. And so it's also just being mindful of what's happening in the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, that affects my ability to to perform every day. So you mentioned throw code. For people who do not know what that is, um, yeah. it's a tea. You can get it in any grocery store. Personally, yes. I think it tastes a little gross. It's got licorice in it, but it works. <laughs> you have to try it. For the, I think they now have like a, a lemon flavored one. Have they? You have okay. to try it. It takes the edge off of the licorice. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of, of licorice, you know, but honey, we put honey into it. That also kind of helps like balance it out a little bit. Do performers do that like daily or is it something you use when you start to feel something going south? It depends on the person. You can, you can certainly use it daily. Um, but um, I, I try to use it only as needed. Um, and uh, so for me, it's uh, maybe once, maybe twice a week. Um, and then in addition to that, there's also um this thing called oil of oregano um it's not for the voice but it's actually for the immune system and i don't take huh. that often actually quite frankly okay. i take it as sparingly as possible I only this is it. like all all's going south all's going south everything's so like going bad yeah. <laughs> got nothing left to try where's the oil of oregano okay so what where is, is that is that like is that like a something you get in a, like a health food store where, where do you do that or how do you get that yeah, you can get it from health food store. Um, I actually often find that it's available, readily available um, at like uh, like Whole Foods or even on mm-hmm. Amazon um, and uh, or any other uh, like Sprouts. I think they also carry it as well. So your typical grocery store probably won't have it uh, or like a pharmacy. They may not have it. They may have it in, in the pill capsule form. Um, but I, I, I find the, uh, the, the, the drops to be the most effective uh, because okay. it hits the bloodstream a lot faster. But you take it underneath, underneath your tongue or you can also dilute it in just a little bit of water. Um, it's very spicy, by the way. So I want to let people know, if you do try it, be very careful. Um, okay. and, and once again, like it, it's one of those things, like I said, I take sparingly, but I, when taken appropriately, it is very, very effective. And I think that has definitely been a saving grace for me. There's also the thing called kick-ass immunity. It's also available um, on, uh, on Amazon or also at Whole Foods. And when you start to feel something coming on, it kind of like supercharges the the, uh, the immune system. Uh, so what is it so about like a bunch great. of vitamins or something? Like a bunch of vitamins and like herbal goodness. Like it's like uh-huh. nectar for the gods. I mean, I don't know if it tastes great, but it, it it's there's something to it. Uh, and it, it, it has worked really, really well for me. But here's the other thing, Deidre, and I just realized I didn't share this with you before, kombucha. Because immune health begins in the gut. 
And so I make sure that I, um, I'm drinking kombucha throughout the week. It doesn't have to be every day. It can be every other day. Um, it can be twice a week. But kombucha, it makes sure, I mean, it's, it's just one of the ways to make sure that your, the flora in your gut is, 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 is doing what it's it's doing what it needs to do in order to what, make sure. What exactly that is healthy. kombucha? I know, I know it's been like super popular and everybody's like walking around sipping yeah. it. Time, but what exactly <laughs> is it? <laughs> you, know? you know what? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like fermented, you know right? And yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's definitely a, a fermented um, uh, beverage. And um, some of them have very small traces of alcohol, which is a natural occurring process. Some of them don't. Um, but it, it is packed with probiotics. Um, ah. and they actually now have, they actually now have kombuchas that are packed with prebiotics. Um, so that conditions and kind of gets everything, um, conditioned and, and, in a, in a good state to receive the probiotics. And, um, it's all the good friendly bacteria that you want. Okay. So I just looked it up. I, I looked up the ingredients. So it says it's an ancient food dating back to 220 BC. So that's been around a while. A fermented yeah. drink made with tea, sugar, bacteria, and yeast. So the resulting liquid contains vinegar, B vitamins, and then a number of other chemical compounds. So it's, isn't it interesting that everything comes back to vinegar? Like any problem you've got, Crazy. usually vinegar, vinegar can somehow do something for it. Yeah. If your windows are dirty, vinegar. Vinegar. Yeah. Floor's dirty, vinegar. Guts vinegar. not doing what? well, vinegar. Vinegar. <laughs> 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 okay, you were talking about uh, spicy stuff a little bit ago, and and yeah. that's something that you actually will avoid this time of year, especially. Yes, I, I will. So, but I will say, so after after we were done in, in the in, in the Philippines, uh, Wanda and I, we uh, we we did a little mini vacation in in, uh, in Thailand. We went to Bangkok, <laughs> and and Thai food is really spicy, and I love spicy food. So, like that's the exception when I'm not on stage, when I'm not. I don't have anything on the calendar, then look, I'm living it up. Like, <laughs> like period. But, but yeah, but, but spicy food, they lead to inflammation. And so, um, and, and once the vocal cords get uh, when, when they're um, inflamed, then that, that creates a plethora of, 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 of issues that you really don't want to have to contend with when you're trying to perform. So I, I try to stay clear from spicy foods, uh, mm -hmm. chilies, um, even dairy, because dairy is also inflammatory. Um, we don't really think of it that way, but we, no. often, we often think of dairy and we think of phlegm, but there are some um, some, uh, some qualities to dairy that, that cause inflammation in the body. So it also comes with some cheese, and I love cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> I'm sure cheese loves heart. you too. Yeah. It, I, well, yeah, well, you know, we have a very special relationship, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know for the cheese i have to say you know look you know i have to put some distance between us you know because yeah. i have to do this well, sometimes you need, do this it's thing. not it's not you it's me it's me it's you whatever you know you gotta do what you exactly do. That, yeah. that's it you know that's it and then we make up <laughs> later you know it's, it's, it's a very it's, it's, a, it's a very um lovely relationship yes are you one of those people who needs to have a humidifier on all the time? Because dry air is one of those things that can also kind of increase your likelihood of a cold or flu. Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, I'm so, I'm so glad you even mentioned that because um, the, the beautiful thing about the humidity is not only does it combat dry air, but also it helps bring um, like any pollutants that might be near, it helps all that stuff fall to the ground. So we will often travel with a humidifier and an air purifier. 
So when we were dealing with all that VOG or those wildfires um, or what have you, um, just city pollution, um, the air purifier helped filter all of that out. Um, and then the humidifier will also um, ensure that I'm getting the right amount of moisture in the environment. Um, I have one in my dressing room. I have one in our hotel room. Uh, we have one at home. It's just something that that we have um, made it part of our daily lives um, mm -hmm. and also makes a big difference as well. That's a really good one. Um, do you know who Andrew Huberman is of the Huberman Lab podcast? Have you ever heard of him? He's a neuroscientist from Stanford. Oh, oh you no. love it. Great stuff. Okay. He does a lot of like right. really cool, like the intersection of health, science, neuro, all of it. He mm -hmm. just did an episode recently where he was talking about ways to prevent cold and flu. And one of his mm -hmm. tips was to try to do as much nose breathing versus mouth breathing as you can, oh. because the hairs in your nose help filter out a lot of that junk that's out there, the germs that are out there. I'm curious to know if performers focus on nose breathing versus mouth breathing. Is that a thing at all? I mean, with athletes, it certainly is. Yeah, it actually, it, it is. Um, so you mentioned that the nose hair is bits and I'm like, okay, maybe I should stop shaving the, my, my nose hair, you know, I'm getting older, you know, so I'm starting to be like, like, sorry, good. It's like, is that a bigger no? It, this it, is, is kind of like the whole cheese conversation. Yeah, it's, it's like the, the whole cheese thing, you know? It's like, you know, there, there's a, we, we gotta, you know, we have to talk about it. But, um, it. so, yes, yeah, so, so breathing in. So especially like, for example, um, in the Philippines, uh, where it's very humid um, and it's, it can also be really hot. So the air conditioners are, are just cranking. And so it's really cold. So I have found that when I breathe in through my nose, um, that it warms the air that way, by the time it hits my lungs or my throat, it's less of an agitation. Whereas if I'm taking uh -huh. a breath, then all of that cold air, it's just going, it's just hitting the cords, it's hitting the throat, it's hitting the lungs directly. And, and I can, I can add, it can lead to a coughing fit, it can lead to irritation, things that you really don't want. Um, so breathing in through your nose um, is a great way. It's also, you know, even if I'm not performing, it's also a great way, you know, for meditation before mm -hmm. going on stage to really kind of help like center yourself, just breathe in through your nose, exhale through the mouth. Um, okay. And also from on the treadmill, um, using Barry boot, Barry's boot camp. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's also breathing in through the nose, exhaling through the mouth. Uh, there there are a great. lot of benefits to doing so. Wouldn't it be funny if you were wearing the Washington costume while doing Barry's boot camp on a treadmill? Anything's possible. I mean, that would be viral in a second. And I'm talking like the other viral, not the viral that we've been talking about. That'd be amazing. Um, well, those, those are all really, really good ones. Um, one thing I wonder is about the stage door. Cause I got to think that the yeah. stage door, when people want to come up and say hi, is kind of like mm -hmm. a human petting zoo of yeah. germs. Yeah. yeah. What do you, how do you handle that? <laughs> are you like, don't touch or have you worked hacks around that so that you're not getting hands on with things? Cause that's something that we could all probably benefit from too. Absolutely. Well, I, I have to say, so I, I love connecting with people. And, 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 and so like, there's no obligation, like as an actor, we are not obligated to go to the stage door. You know, it's just something that we, we can do, um, you know, freely. I, I enjoy doing it because it's such a great way to interact with, with our audience members and, and to say, you know, thank you so much for, for coming to the show. Um, and so um, I, I love that personal interaction. Uh, but sometimes, you know, I have to, I have to not do it. Um, and that's just simply because like on a two show day, um, if I need 
to be very mindful of of my voice, um, then that means that you know I can't do the whole stage door thing. Mm-hmm. So that way, I'm giving the best show possible to the next audience um, that's going to be watching the show later. So you're talking night. about knowing your limits, knowing it's when def- you need to pull back. It's definitely about knowing when to pull back, and uh, and it wasn't easy for me to do at first, um, but but when I when I think of it as you know what, not only do I deserve this for myself. Um, but also the next audience deserves this too. Um, so I think it's this this, this uh, constant navigation mm-hmm. and, and and whatnot that you have to determine for yourself. But when I am interacting with with our the, um, our fans and audience members at Stage Door, um, I travel with my own uh, marker. Um, that way, I'm not touching fifty to two hundred plus more um, pins. Um, and so that's a great way, I think, to help mitigate um, cross-contamination. Also, uh, if I'm taking photos, I, I used to do this thing before the pandemic, like, oh, yeah, you know, we can put our arms around each other's, you know, shoulders and whatnot, and we'll do all of that. I don't really do that anymore. Instead, I'll kind of lean in. Uh- <laughs> and I think that a lot of people feel that way now. And that is a great tip, yeah. I think, for people who are going to holiday parties and stuff now. Yes, I feel like yes. it's become totally acceptable to to do the knuckles or an elbow or That's something. It. If you've had a cold or you just don't want to catch a cold, I feel like it's a lot yeah. more acceptable and just easier to do now. Nobody questions it. They, they they really don't. They really don't. And even wearing a mask, um, you know, I I because depending on how large the crowd is at the stage door, I I, I may have a mask on. Uh, also, the stage door happens to be outside, so um. Once again, have to be mindful of all of the pollutants and everything in the in mm-hmm. the environment. Um, you know, wearing a mask is also another great way to mitigate um, your exposure to to germs and whatnot. Um, so I think between the pen, um, leaning it in, um, fist bumps, um, and a mask, and hand sanitizer. I, I I keep looking around because I'm so used to having it close by. Um, but you but were in your mother's house, and it's spotless. You don't need it. it. My my mother said cleanliness is next to godliness. I can so, tell. Uh, yeah, it's feeling pretty heavily <laughs> in here right now. <laughs> I love it. Do you do you have a favorite throat lozenge? What a weird question. I've never asked anybody Ooh. in all these years of interviewing people that question, but I am curious. Is there Ooh. one that that you guys tend to think is better than the others? There is Grethers. Grethers uh, Pastille. It is this. It is one of the best of the best like it, it, it's it's like a hard gummy who doesn't like gummy bears exactly. um but yeah right. you know so it's like a really hard gummy and like it's like a black currant uh flavor so that's also delicious um it's also very expensive but it's so worth it um i find that to be like my go-to in fact I'm out. So I'm going to definitely like stop <laughs> before the next leg of the, of, of the tour. Um, but there's also another one. I'm Is it Jack Archer? A, you know what? I'm going to check right now. Why not? Look it's it up. Podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's this other one that's been great for me. Jackman's throat and chest lozenges. Um, what is it called? <laughs> it's called Jackman's uh, throat and chest lozenges. Really good. That's wild. Okay. Yeah. Very, All right, very good. that's going in my that's going in my bag. Do you travel with like a little like arsenal of things just in case? I sure do. I, yeah, sure I bet do. you all do. I mean, everybody's got to have their things. I'm sure to be able to yeah. continue performing. Athletes are the same way, yeah. same exact way. Well, and also like I mean, I, I think you know for for Broadway, um, you know, this is this is like Olympic level stuff, um, mm-hmm. and and that's probably the best way to describe it because we're doing eight shows a week, and and 
it's one thing to do eight shows a week on Broadway in New York City where you get to go home every night. It's a whole other ball game where you're doing a Broadway show at Broadway caliber, and then you're traveling on top of that. And then you're also navigating all of the things that come with that. But that's some next level stuff. I mean, it, yeah. it is not. No, I mean, nobody wants to hear that you've got a cold. They really I want to hear the whole thing. That's it. That is it. That Looking is for it. the whole thing. That is it. So, yeah. you know, we, we don't get the, uh, yeah, we, we we don't necessarily get that kind of grace. Um, in, no. in because also, like, I mean, I don't, and, and I understand, you know, in that, um, I will never forget when I was working for Disney, um, uh, there was a, a group huddle before a show, and they and this is when I first started with them, and they said, hey, look, um, number one, you're allowed to, to feel, you're allowed to be tired, you're allowed, even allowed to be sick, and you're allowed to take time off as needed. Um, but when you are here, we just ask that you give 100% of whatever it is that you have today. doesn't mean that you have to be at 100%, but if you're at 70%, give 100% of 70. Because there may be someone in the audience who has saved you know, money for the last 12 months, 16 months, four or five years. And this might be the only live show that they will ever get to see or the only trip to Disney World or uh, Hamilton. You know I mean? It is... It, it, Overseas, it is a hot ticket. It it was completely filled out in Manila. So, you know, being mindful of the fact that someone may be flying in from Taiwan, someone may be, may be flying in from Hong Kong, someone's flying in from Vietnam or from Indonesia to come see this show. Um, and some of these countries aren't necessarily democratic. So to have someone like that in the audience, it really is sobering and it's very humble. And it's such a tremendous honor to be able to uh, to share this story with people who may not enjoy the certain liberties and freedoms that we do mm -hmm. um, here in the U.S. And so by nature, I want to make sure that I'm giving them the best show possible. And you do it by taking care of yourself. That's it. So you got to order those lozenges like 10 <laughs> seconds after we say goodbye today. Literally, I mean, you know, look, if, if, if they're looking for a brand ambassador, I'm on the market. I mean, I'm more than I'd happy and ready and willing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not doctors, but I feel like we've given out some very valuable, trusted medical advice today. And it's really <laughs> fun to find out kind of behind the scenes of what you do to do what you do. And I'm so excited for all the success you've had since the last time we chatted. Thank you. Thank you. Well, and also I, I did forget to mention mental health. That's another really important aspect of it all too. I think finding those moments, those opportunities, to rest, to get away from it all. Um, so for me, it's being home, visiting my parents. Uh, it's also, uh, my wife is able to travel with me. So yeah. it's getting out of the city. It's, it's, it's doing, they don't have to be big things, but small things that also really help recharge you as an individual, uh, which is so vitally important. So so thank you for allowing me to share um, a little bit of behind the scenes with, with you all today. Uh, what's the best place for people to keep up with you these days and to hear the new Christmas single? For the, so for the new Christmas single, uh, you know what? Just go to Darnell Abraham Official. That's my Instagram handle. And then those links are provided for Spotify and for iTunes. Um, you can also catch me at, well, Darnell Abraham Official. That's where you're going to get the most up-to-date stuff. But if you just want to get a little more background information, general overview, DarnellAbraham.com is also another great, uh, great spot to find me. I am not 
a Broadway musical performer, spoiler, but I do use my voice every day. So occasionally people will ask me what I do to stay healthy. So here are the few things that I, that I do every single day. First one is start the day with a big old glass of water with some lemon in it. That absolutely helps. The second one, and I got this one from an ENT years ago, is to use one of those sinus rinses every single day. It's great if you have allergies because it gets all that junk out. It's great if you got a cold because it gets all that junk out. And I think that there's probably a more medical term for all that junk, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, so those sinus rinses are really great too. And then also just continuing to hydrate throughout the day. So maybe you drop an airborne or maybe a noon tablet or something along those lines to get those extra vitamins or just to make the water taste a little bit better. But I'm pretty religious. I'm making sure I'm getting plenty of hydration. Definitely a big deal. So those are my little hacks. I mean, I'm not on Broadway yet, but it seems to work for me just reading the news. Thanks so much for listening today. Thanks to Darnell for the great interview. It was totally spontaneous. um, And I loved getting to catch up with him during his time off while he's home. You can reach out to me on Instagram. You'll find me at runreadsip. Have a great week. and We'll see you next time on the Dying Desk Podcast.